Hey, everybody, and welcome to another session of Concert Conversations brought to you by the Palace Theater in Waterbury and our great sponsor, Ion Bank. As you know, every time we do this show, we talk to someone who is either behind the scenes or on stage at the Palace and has had something to do maybe in the past or in the future with the beautiful Palace Theater. And today, I have a a very exciting guest. Uh, As you know, we usually have had folks on here of a variety of genres, but not too many like this. This person is a uh, expert in jazz, multi-talented musician, bassist, educator, musical director, um, and man, I've, I've heard him play, and it is, it is a treat. And that is John Mobilia. Hey, John, how are you doing? Hey, how you doing? Thank you so much for uh, having me on. This is pretty awesome. It's, uh, I'm looking forward to this uh, fun interview. Yeah, well, <laughs> we, we were just talking uh, a minute ago about the, the system that I use, which is called Logic. And John probably will be talking about that a little bit f- further because he has some background uh, and expertise in Logic, which uh, I do not have. So uh, uh, I'm looking forward to that. So, John, uh, l- let's talk about your music first. Um you are a bassist extraordinaire. I've uh, I've seen videos and uh, very impressive. So, how did you get started in the jazz business? Not for money. <laughs> All right. Well, the story goes. It's a very Waterbury story, I might say. Okay. Um, so, my dad, Bob Mobilio, was a, a famous, uh, well-known musician in the Waterbury area. As a matter of fact, we used to joke that he was Waterbury's music man. Uh-huh. And uh, he was well-loved, but, uh, and, and very, very immersed in, in the Waterbury uh, culture, uh, just bringing his music to everybody. Uh, and so I grew up in a musical family, having a dad who was a, a well-known musician and uh, jazz guy mostly, but, but he did everything. And just watching him kind of glow and 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 he knew everybody in town and it was just a, a joy to be uh in his shadow so to speak and at a very young age I, well i started with him when i was on a i started with him on accordion when i was four years old and he used to do his annual he had a music store up on north main street and he used to do his annual christmas concert he used to rent the Wilby, the old uh no was it the crosby the old crosby no he did Wilby, the old Wilby high school up on pine street Mm-hmm. He would rent out the auditorium to do his Christmas show there with all his 150 students that they had. And at four years old or five years old, I was up on stage playing accordion with him. I must have caught the bug for performance. <laughs> and, and, you know, and shortly after that, I was uh, maybe by the time I was in seventh grade, so let's say 13, I started playing bass with him on gigs. You know, and I, he, he, I got into the American Federation of Musicians. They had to give me like special dispensation or whatever it was because I was I was minor and I started gigging and that was the the start of it and I've never looked back since well, I've had the joy of doing gigs with my dad up until he passed at 90 years old and oh, you know wow. gigging with a lot of other people too but uh, I guess you could say it's in the blood and it's definitely uh, uh, a local great feeling to be part of the Waterbury scene so if I'm understanding this right you do do it for the money <laughs> well that's that's the other side of that coin is uh 
you know, my dad was a professional musician up until he was 50 years old. He had a music store and he was gigging and he said, wait a minute, what am I going to do in retirement? So he went back to college at 50 years old and got a teaching degree and he taught in the Waterbury School District until he was in his 70s. And he said to me, you need something to fall back on. You know, I said, yeah, no, I want to. <laughs> I want to tour, you know, I want to gig and tour and play in the studio. He's like, you need something to fall back on. Of course he was right. So I got a teaching degree and I taught in Waterbury school district for 35 years, happily great, a great experience, joyous. And I just retired in June of 2019, just before the famous COVID pandemic. So yeah. I didn't have to yeah. deal with all that. Now you taught in the magnet schools, right? Yeah, so I, uh, the, the brief history of my brief history in the Waterbury District is uh, I started at Wallace Middle School. I was the band director there for third, for 13 years, went to Wilby High School for seven years, and then I finished the last 15 at the Waterbury Arts Magnet School downtown, which is uh, the, uh, a real gem in the public school setting for the state of Connecticut. Yeah, you know, I, I'm I'm very high on magnet schools, and especially the ones that focus on a particular area. Um, so, so you are a member of I, I I think you gig around, as we say, but I, but I know you are a member of uh, Chris Coogan uh, Quintet, correct? Yeah, I would have to say the Chris Coogan Quintet is probably the main focus of what I do, but I do a lot. Uh, uh, I was, um, I had my own group for 15 years. We did, you know, top 40 clubs and weddings and we did that for 15 years. I had a, had a blast, but I, I felt a need to kind of stretch out again and do more what we call freelance, you know, work with other musicians because you grow when you do that. And Absolutely. right after I did that sometime in the early nineties, I started working uh, regularly with Harold Zinno another staple of the Waterbury music scene. And uh, we've, we've been friends since high school, but it was great to work with him. And as a matter of fact, I'll tie that into the Palace Theater in a short while. Okay. And and then I then I met Chris Coogan maybe around 95 or so, and I started gigging with Chris Coogan. And uh, as they say, the rest is history. He's such a joy and such an inspiration beyond. I, words can't describe the kind of music that, uh, happens with Chris Cooley. Yeah, and I've seen, I've heard it and, it, and and it is great. You know, to be with someone that long. You know, musician being a musician is kind of like a one night stand. You know, <laughs> you know, yeah, you know, like I've been married for I don't know forty plus years, and people always go, "Wow!" I say, "You think that's something?" I've been with a couple of musicians for twenty years, so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's like what. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like it's definitely like a marriage and a love affair all at the same time. Music, music is because you get you also develop you get into each other's heads like much like in a relationship. You know, it's pretty yeah. amazing. Then you get on yeah. each other's nerves. <laughs> that too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's it's funny too because I I work with a couple of guys that actually uh, a guy named Big Thirsty is uh, is uh, lives in the Southbury area. Uh, he's well known especially in New York uh, as a, a percussionist. And uh, we've been together forever because I, when I think about it, we don't have any drama. Yeah. You know, and bands, bands are loaded with drama. Yes, so, they are. Yeah. 
Yes, they are. It's always like being a junior in high school, I guess. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I'll remember. <laughs> I'll be using that line. <laughs> that is true. So yeah. uh, tell me about your past uh, in regards to the beautiful Palace Theater. Well, okay. So when I was a little kid, I used to go, well, you know, we'd go see all the shows there. But certainly I was, so I'm 64. Soon to be sixty-five years old, uh -huh. and back in the day, you know, my my mom would let me go downtown with my older one of my older siblings, my sisters, and you know, for I think it was a quarter, you go see a movie. I swear, this is that far back. Wow! And you would, you know, you'd go see a movie on a Saturday. You take the bus down to the Green, and you'd walk over to the Palace Theater, you see a movie, and then you'd go over to uh, um, uh, the the pizza shop. Help, help me out here. Uh, P is, and oh my God, the brain just shut off. Uh, <laughs> anyway, we'd go for, you know, you go for a slice of pizza because it was always a, a joy to do that. And then as I was getting to my teenage years, uh, when, when Temporelli had the Palace Theater, I went to see every act you can imagine in there. King Crimson and, and uh, John McLaughlin, Mahavishnu, and oh, the yeah. list goes on and on and on. I wow. you know, used to go to the Palace Theater to see these great shows. And it was at that time that, you know, as beautiful we were in awe of that place even then when it was in a lot of disrepair you could just tell it was a, a majestic old queen you know just a beautiful place well i spend so, i spend a decent amount of time there and i have not seen it as you have so i'm a main, mainly a newcomer but i've seen the pictures and when you see it today i mean it is beyond beautiful it's it's definitely the the gem, it's one of the gem theaters on the east coast of the United States, I would have to say. Yeah. Uh, the, the work that they did to restore is just absolutely spectacular. And uh, we are, I, I don't think the people of Waterbury even have a clue what a fantastic uh, thing it is to have a theater like that in town. Not only to bring these great shows through, Broadway shows and, and national tours, but just as a cultural center. So yeah. it's, it's a great thing. It's a, it's, it's just wonderful. You know, so, yeah, it's so then, so, go ahead. Go ahead. I so was just in, going to say, it's so lucky for a town. Don't, doesn't realize having a, a theater in the town is just so uh, it's, it's amazing. Yeah. We're very, very, very fortunate uh, in this whole area to have, to have the palace theater and the fact that it was uh there was enough insight to not let it you know fall into such disrepair that it was too late thank god uh so back in the 90s there was this grassroots group uh to uh to you know to to restore the palace theater yeah and it was a bunch of just people that were just involved in the arts and they said we can't let this thing go we just can't let it go so we did a lot of fundraisers and there was a lot of lobbying to try to get some funds for the palace theater and actually at that time uh it was in such disrepair there were places you couldn't even go in the palace that they wouldn't even let you wander there and uh at that time with harold zinno's group we went in and did a concert on stage and it was it was just this you had this feeling you could feel the the history as you were on that stage and you could hear the sound like you know it was in pretty good disrepair at that point but you can hear the quality you play on that stage and you could feel the sound 
work its way through the through the palace oh my god it was just amazing <laughs> well the the grassroots didn't raise enough money they tried and uh but you know being part of that was i would say around 93 94 i don't remember exactly when that was and then there was word at one point that you know that there was going to be some funding and it was going to be connected to this they were going to be a symbiotic relationship to have an art for performing arts school connected to the palace theater so it could be uh, an education center and an arts center and that's basically what came to fruition through the uh, waterbury arts magnet school and when i was in the school district being a, a music teacher i got involved in a lot of the committees and a lot of the did a a bunch of research and we visited magnet schools and theaters and it was a lot of fun to do that but we were trying to gather enough enough data to really uh put a plan forward at the time and uh, we're lucky that it happened yeah uh, definitely lucky and kudos to you for getting involved we're going to talk a little bit about um what's happening in the future with uh, you and with uh, the palace. But first, we're going to uh, hear from our great sponsor, Ion Bank, and they will be right back, so stay tuned. Business owners know you have to take control of your cash flow to grow your business. Ion Bank has a full range of cash management tools to help you save time, work more efficiently, and prevent fraud. It's never been quicker or easier to take control of your cash flow so your business can take off. Learn more about IonBank's cash management tools at IonBank.com, member FDIC. Hey everybody and welcome back to Concert Conversations. I'm your host, Tom the Suit Forst, and today I have the pleasure of talking with John Mobilio, who will be performing at the beautiful Palace Theater very soon. Uh, why don't you tell us about that, John? Sure. Um, so one of the one of the great insights, and I don't know who came up with the idea, was to uh, create a small club at the Palace Theater during its renovation. Called and we, it's called the Polite Club, right? Uh, named after the famous uh, uh, designer of the Palace Theater, who who uh, built it and created this uh, cinematic. Uh, dynasty i guess back in the <laughs> 1930s um so the polite club is this great little jazz club uh it, it's part of the palace theater but uh it's intimate in, in the fact that i think it's maybe 125 people maybe or so right. and uh, i've had the joy of performing there with a, a variety of different groups not not just with chris coogan but with Cookie Thomas and Louise Berenger and, and a whole whole host of other groups that I've been in and out of the Poli Club, and uh, so it's it's another one of those gems that we have in the city that I feel like it's the you know the 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 uh, the hidden hidden gem in in our town right. to have this little jazz club and uh, Mike Mike Gao who is uh, runs the New England Arts and Entertainment basically books the music in into the uh, these jazz series at the Polite Club. And uh, so on Friday, February 25th, we are returning a return engagement for the Chris Coogan Quintet. Um, Chris does very well at the Polite Club, very well loved. He has a certain spirit and charisma beyond his uh, incredible music talent. And we often do, uh, uh, we might do a, a you know, a, a mix of originals and American standards and, uh, 
along with some incredibly talented musicians, Jim Noyle on the drums, Jim Clark on the saxophones, and Rex Denton on the trumpet. This has been what we call the Chris Coogan Quintet A-Team. We've been around together for about, well, since 1995, whatever that it comes out to be, 25-ish years. And, uh, and there's a certain joy that kind of spills off the stage uh, during our performances. And there's a lot of spontaneity and a lot of laughter and a lot of joy. So there we are on this coming uh, Friday, the 25th of February. Uh, we do two shows, 7 p.m. and 9 p.m. Um, you can get your tickets at the box office at the Palace Theater. You can get them online at palacetheaterct.org. And uh, we hope we have some people showing up to enjoy the fun. Well, you know, you you said it best, John, and I hadn't really thought of it. Uh, this is always what happens. You know, you always hear people in the, in the Manhattan say, well, you know, I've never been to the Statue of Liberty. And, you know, I've never, you know, they, they, right. they don't go to their own icons because they, they see them. And I was thinking about what you said, that people probably don't realize how fortunate they are to have the Palace Theater. And I've performed there as well. And it is not just, you know, you're up on stage. There's a whole experience that happens. There's a a feeling of uh, maybe of uh, all the leftover, all the residue from all the famous performers over the years at the Palace. Plus, it's one of the most beautiful theaters I have ever, ever played in it. And I've been in the smaller rooms too. And those, those are beautiful. So let's, let's kind of go back here. Chris Coogan Quintet. And that's at the Palace Theater uh, on 225. You have a seven o'clock show. You have a nine o'clock show. It's palacetheaterct.org. So you just, you spell that out. Yeah. And uh, people, uh, go in through the box office entrance there's an elevator so it goes up one floor to the foli club and you're in the jazz club at that point um uh you can get some wonderful wines and great drinks mixed by none other than mike magaldi who's food and beverage manager and the best bartender the palace theater ever saw (laughs) and uh so he's up there doing his thing and we we are we are treated with uh a lot of love and friendship and a feeling of family from Mike, from Mike Gao and from Frank Tavera and everybody at the palace. So it's, it's a great deal. Well, John, uh, thank you so much. Let's, let's make sure everybody knows where to get a hold of your music and uh, Chris's as well. So um, give me a couple of websites. Sure. Uh, so my website is very simple. It's John Mobilio dot com j-o-h-n-m-o-b-i-l-i-o.com and there's a little there's some music samples and there's a bio and all that fun stuff and then the you know gig dates that are the public dates that are i also perform with a a a whole lot of other groups i perform with the with uh gold rush which is actually a bluegrass band and their website is goldrushmusic.com and they're very talented we do a lot of we do a lot of the fairs uh, through the summer and, and fall months, but we're a very talented group out of uh, Sandy Hook. I work with the uh, Jim Royals. Uh, we have two Caribbean steel pan groups that we work a lot with. We have the uh, Royalty Steel Pan Band, which is a trio, and a, it's basically usually a trio, sometimes a quartet, but we work a lot at Foxwoods and 
various places bring a lot of that Caribbean joy uh -huh. uh, around the state. And we do private gigs, of course. And then we have a big group, a, a 16 piece, uh, uh, it's called uh, Silver Steel, which is <laughs> it's a great, uh, joyous group and the huge, amazing sound with 16 piece steel pan band, yeah, yeah, bringing a lot of joy. But uh, so that's uh, they they are it's uh, I, actually I think it's uh, SilverSteel.com for that group and uh, Jim Royal DrumStudio.com for the for the smaller group and. Uh, so that's it. And Chris Coogan, Chris Coogan music.com is Chris's website. C-H-R-I-S-C-O-O-G-A-N uh, music.com. And uh, we, you know, performances at every place you can imagine. Yeah, I I went on the site and uh, as I say, I, I was pretty impressed. So it's the Chris Coogan Quintet on 225, 7 p.m., 9 p.m., Palace, palacetheaterct.org. John Mobilio, thank you so much for your time and for your talent. Wonderful. If there's a chance for me in a minute to interject one more thing is that I had the, I had the privilege and the humble honor to be selected while I was a teacher at the Waterbury Arts Magnet School to be the, um, the uh, uh, super director of the performing arts or whatever I was called, I can't remember what it was called, the chairman of the whatever it was, chairman of the Department of the Performing Arts. And, and with that job, my job was to basically be the liaison to the Palace Theater when we were setting up all the shows and, and you know, the, the school uses the palace. Uh, we have that wonderful relationship where we're in there probably 25 times a, a year, school year, to do performances. And we work very well with uh, Dave Flowers and the whole crew at the palace doing these shows. But to be in that behind-the-scenes planning and see the seeing the work and the the dedication of the people at the palace to to make this palace theater thrive uh, with the arts for the community is just a beautiful thing, and uh, that was a joyous thing. But I also was at, as a professional musician. I also got to play, get hired to play in the national tours in the pit. I played Phantom of the Opera and The Sound of Music and uh, White Christmas and whatever else show came through it's it, to be able to play in the pit in these shows a whole different perspective of the palace theater yeah you know people don't realize that you know they they sit there in a chair and here comes a performance they don't realize without the people behind the scenes either the marketers or the uh, the stage crew whomever who's involved is the reason that they are sitting in their seats watching that so Yes. My, my hat's off to all of those. Thank you, John Mobilio. Um, everybody check that out on 225. Thanks so much. And everybody, we will be doing another concert conversation very soon. And we have some great guests coming up. So uh, check that out from the beautiful Waterbury uh, Palace Theater. And thanks again for our great sponsor, Ion Bank. Have a good day, everybody. Thank you, John. Thanks, Tom. Thank you so much. All righty.